Section 44 of Riverdale Stories. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Riverdale Stories by Oliver Optic. The Gold Thimble, Chapter 3. Once upon a time... That's just the way the fairy stories begin, exclaimed Flora, clapping her hands with delight. Well, my child, you must not interrupt me or I shall not get along very fast. Once upon a time there was a young man whose name was Seekpeace. His parents had taken great care in bringing him up and stored his mind with good lessons to guide and protect him in the hour of temptation. But the parents of Seekpeace were poor people and could not afford to support their son in idleness, even if they had wished to do so. They had done all they could for him in teaching him to be true to God and true to himself. One day they called Seekpeace to them and told him they could not afford to take care of him any longer and that he must go out into the world and make his own fortune. They hoped he would try to be a wise and good man, and told him that nothing but a pure heart could make him happy either in this world or in the world to come. Seekpeace was a smart, active young man, and was very willing to go out into the world and take care of himself, so he took a little bundle of clothes and with staff in hand started off on his journey. He felt that he was now his own master, and when he started, he wanted to become a great and good man. He promised himself that he would be faithful to the principles which his father and mother had taught him, and that they should never have cause to be ashamed of him. Seekpeace had not gone far before he met an old man who was dressed in coarse and homely garments. He seemed to be very poor, but his face beamed with smiles. "'What is your name?' inquired Seekpeace. "'My name is Poverty, and I belong to a very large family of that name. "'Where are you traveling? "'I am going home to the Valley of Shadows, "'where I am to meet all my brethren of every name and family. "'Why don't you wear better clothes?' asked Seekpeace, "'glancing at his coarse garments. "'They are the best I have.' Why don't you buy better? I have no money. What? An old man like you with no money? What have you been doing all your life? I have been serving the master, and perhaps I have laid up treasures which may some day be bestowed upon me. Poor man, how I pity you. You need not pity me. I am happy and contented. I shall soon get home, and then I shall enter upon the enjoyment of my treasures. "'But it is too bad for an old man like you to be without money "'and to be dressed in such mean garments. "'When I get home, I shall wear brighter garments than these, "'and in the Valley of Shadows money will not buy me "'even a cup of the living water, which alone can slack my thirst.' "'You are a very queer old man,' said Seekpeace, "'as he glanced at the pilgrim's face, upon which played a sweet smile. "'Perhaps I am.' My neighbors call me Contented Poverty, and I think I am as happy as any of them, replied the old man as he resumed his journey. Seekpeace did not know what to think of the old man. He did not see how he could be so happy dressed in those coarse clothes and with no money in his purse. 
he did not understand who the master was that he served, nor why he was not paid for his work at the time he did it. He noticed that the old man did not complain because he was not paid, and certainly he was a very happy man for one who had not received his wages. When Seekpeace had gone a little farther, he saw a fine carriage drawn by six beautiful horses, in which was seated another old man. He was dressed in the richest and most costly garments. "'Who are you, sir?' asked Seekpeace, taking off his hat and bowing low to the old man. "'My name is Wealth, and I live in the great mansion which you see on the hill.' "'Where did you get all the money to enable you to purchase these fine horses "'and these very rich garments and the great house on the hill?' "'I gave myself up to the business of making money.' "'You seem to be a very happy man,' said Seekpeace, "'though there was no smile on the old man's face. "'I have servants by the score, and my house is full of fine things. "'My table is covered with dainties, and my beds are of the softest down.' said the man, but he did not say that he was happy, though Seekpeace thought he must be in the midst of so many fine things. The carriage left him, and Seekpeace could not help comparing the condition of the two old men. One had all the fine things of this world, and the other had none. I will be a rich man, said Seekpeace. I will get money and buy me a great mansion, and fine clothes, and handsome horses. I will have servants by the score. I will have my table covered with the richest food of the land, and I will sleep upon beds of down. That's right, young man, said a voice near him. Be a rich man, and then all men will bow their heads to you. Seekpeace turned to see who it was that spoke to him and beheld the giant, whose name is Golden Hand, standing by his side. The young man was not afraid of the giant, for though he was very large, there was nothing ugly about him. He was dressed in rich garments, and he was just the person to please a young man. He was a very skillful and powerful giant, and just to show Seekpeace what he could do, he pulled down an old house that stood by the roadside, and piled up a handsome stone mansion in its place, and he performed a great many other wonderful things that filled the young man with unbounded astonishment. Now, young man, you have seen what I can do, and if you wish to go with me, I will help you to become rich and great, said Golden Hand. But where must I go, and what must I do? asked Seekpeace. I cannot tell you now. A great many different kinds of people go with me. Some of them will do anything I ask them to do, and they generally get rich very fast. Others are not so willing to obey me, and prat about right and justice, and a great many of these I am obliged to discharge from my service. If you go with me, I shall expect you to obey me in all things. I wish to know what I am to do before I go, said Seekpeace. I am in search of happiness. Come with me, then, young man, and you will most certainly find it. Don't go with him, said a sweet voice on the other side of Seekpeace. At least don't promise to obey him in all things. End of section 44 Recording by Scarlet, Louisiana